Welcome to Kent Hunter's Prescriptions from a Church Doctor, presented by Church Doctor Ministries. Welcome once again to this wonderful podcast on the amazing ministry called Send North America. Check it out at SendNorthAmerica.com. We've had some great times together over the last five episodes, this being the fifth. And I'm really excited about this one because we're going to talk about where the rubber hits the road kind of thing. We've got all these young adults in America, and there are a lot more of them that are receptive to taking 10 months and having their life changed by something like Send North America. And yet a lot of adults, those of us who know young people, we really don't know necessarily how to introduce this concept to young adults that may be our own children. They may be other relatives. They may be in our church. And so we're going to talk about this on several levels where different people that have influence on young adults can work to influence those young adults. So we're going to do that in this episode. Now, in our last episode, one of my favorites was to actually speak with three of the young adults that are in SEN and just finishing SEN. And so that was a, a wonderful podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. And when I said that those young adults are literally part of our family when we work with them for uh, 10 months, that's absolutely the truth. I just can't tell you. To watch these people grow and emerge as missionaries to the world, to people that love God, people that have found who they are and what their gifts are and and all the rest. It's just a God thing to know these young adults. And so if you are a person who has an opportunity to encourage young adult, take a look at Send North America, it's really a a bridge to life change, perhaps, depending on what God has in mind for them. So it was just great to talk to those young adults. So now, looking at this other issue of how can the rest of us be a supporting cast to uh, encourage young adults to take a look at something like Send North America. I want to begin by talking about pastors. This is where I spent a good part of my life. Uh, I've been a consultant to uh, almost 2,000 churches, and that spreads over at least 77 denominations. And so I've spent a lot of time with pastors. And for one thing, I've been a pastor. And I got to tell you that if I could do life over again, I would still be a pastor because that's what God called me to do. And then I would still have become a consultant because God told me to do that too. But instead of going to college right away and studying for the ministry and then seminary, if I could do life over again, I don't think there is anything I could think of that I would do differently. But one of the things I would do differently is if I could have known, if I could have had any clue, if there was anything like Send North America, I just have thought many, many times over and over and over again, every time I see these young adults, oh, how I wish I could have had that experience. Ten months out of my life, I would do it in a heartbeat. I really would. I think I would have been a different person in college. I think I would have been much better in seminary. I believe that I could have been greatly improved as a pastor when I had several pastors, several churches. And just being around SEND, I think that it has helped me enormously to be a better consultant to churches and to be a better dad to my kids. And I have a different feeling altogether toward my grandkids, who are really little yet, but I just think that as they grow older, I'm going to be much more conscious about 
how I can invest in their lives and how I can plant seeds with them. And my granddaughter, who's just turning eight in a few days, her name is Kaylin, and I've already planted seeds with Kaylin. She's an awesome young Christian prayer warrior. I already know she's got the gift of intercession and got a great personality. And I'm just already planting seeds with her about send. I don't know where that'll go or what God has in mind for her. And I'm not trying to be God, but I'm sure going to make sure she has a chance. So I've already been changed by watching what happens and how God uses people in send. But for pastors, I know we're all busy. Pastors are probably too busy most of them, doing too many things we should equip other people to do but and disciple people to do. But it is what it is, and it's a busy, busy life. And uh, there's just so much to be doing. And as uh, pastors get older, maybe their children get older, and so they're stretched like I was as I got older to be farther away from the most recent young adult generation of 20-somethings or 19-somethings. And so there's that little bit of distance that creeps into your life. But no matter what age you are, if you're a pastor, I just want you, for the kingdom's sake, and for the sake of some young people in your church, and for the sake of your church, because if you get a SEND graduate, a commissioned young adult that knows how to do mission, you are going to have an asset for your kingdom work in the congregation that is unparalleled in that particular niche of ministry. We know, and I'm sure if you're a pastor, you know that one of the challenges for most churches, not all, but most, is that to a great extent, Christianity, Christian churches across North America have lost a whole generation of young people. And one of the things I learned in mission school is that when you do what they call indigenous ministry, it works the best rather than cross-cultural ministry. And how that fits into Send North America is no one can reach young adults like a trained, mission-minded young adult. Pastors can't do it. Nobody can do it. Parents can't even do it sometimes. There's just something different about someone in your own generation inside your own culture of that particular age group that can really hit a home run for God by influencing another young adult. So some of the SEND people go on to work in their churches as uh, young adult youth pastors, youth workers, whatever you want to call them. Some of them are just members of a church, but, oh, they're so valuable in reaching young people that the rest of us really struggle with sometimes. So, pastor, if you're a pastor, I just want to speak to you as pastor to pastor. Take a little time with young adults and get a little information yourself about SEND North America I know how you feel about being the shepherd of your church. I've been there and done that. And I know that you got to be careful about what you invite young people in your congregation to do and be a part of. And that's good. I'm glad you're that serious about ministry. So check out the website, Send North America. And then also, I would encourage you to have a talk with the Send leader. Call the 800 number, 800-626-8515. And talk with the SEND leader and uh, ask any questions you want. Talk to some of our other staff at uh, Church Doctor Ministries, the sponsor ministry for SEND. We've got people that have been in ministry for years, have worked with pastors all the time. 
be glad to answer any of your questions, whether they be theological or social or whatever your interests might be. When you feel like it's safe and when you feel like it's as good a deal as God really has proven it is, then take a little time with a young person. Take a little time with the young person's parents also, because parents still have the tendency to push their young adult children to get a job or to go to college or whatever. And if they just took 10 months and found out more about themselves, which you heard in the last episode, episode four, if they just would not be so eager to get people, because once they get a job, you know how it goes. They're going to be a job the rest of their life. And so just help those young adults take another step that they just don't get in high school. Even if they go to a Christian high school, they can't replicate in a high school what we do with SEND. So I just want to encourage you to speak with the parents, tell them you've done your homework, just ask them to pray about it. And then with the young adult and maybe the parents, look at the website together. Talk to somebody that works at SEND together. And as a pastor, you know that you have a lot of influence that a lot of other people don't have. And uh, believe me, this will pay dividends for the kingdom and it will pay dividends for your church. It really will. Even some of the people in your church that might be asked to support a young person because they do raise their own support to be in sin. And a lot of times those people come from the church. They always give above and beyond their offering. No threat there, Pastor. But I just want you to know these people are going to be inspired by the newsletters they get every month from these young adults. And that's going to help your church too. So I just can't say enough to you. Enough for pastors. We've been picking on pastors here for a few moments. I want to go now to my boss, the leader of Church Doctor Ministries, and therefore the leader of Send North America, and ask her just to uh, share a little bit about your vision, Tracy. You oversee all of this along with Church Doctor Ministries. I know that you've worked in a lot of ways behind the scenes to develop resources and all sorts of things. So what do you think about SEND? How do you encourage people to encourage people, young adults, to, to do SEND? Sure. Thanks, Kent. One of the questions that we get asked over and over and over again, every time we talk with a pastor and ministry leader about uh, how do we help our church, how do we reach uh, you know, the young people, we, we've lost young people, you know, what can we do? And it's just really an amazing thing to see how SEND has become a resource uh, for pastors and ministry leaders who struggle with that question about how to how do we reach these young adults that we continue to to see drifting away from the church young adults today don't drift uh, from spirituality they're not really drifting from God but they are drifting from the institution of, of, of in many uh, local churches today so it's been really uh, an interesting resource and tool to see how uh, send can be a part of, of answering that question how how do we reach young people? Because we know it takes young people to reach young people. So, boss, uh, tell me something uh, so that uh, the people that are listening to this episode might know this. Uh, how much money do uh, you haul in at Church Doctor Ministries from Sen? Uh, none, zero. <laughs> this is uh, this is definitely a ministry where we're investing from Church Doctor Ministries, our board of directors, our our prayer partners, our financial support partners for the ministry. As a nonprofit ministry, we do what we do to invest in the kingdom. So every single day we have a team of people uh, who get up uh, every morning because they're called to invest in the kingdom. And so we're investing in young people, and uh, we've seen the results. Uh, we've seen the power 
uh, that comes from investing in these young people. And so it, it's not about the money. It's It really is about how do we impact the kingdom and how do we see transformed lives that go out there and reach even more people for Jesus. You know, I've been in your position. I was the boss at Church Doctor Ministries before you were, and I remember, actually I can never forget, some of the stress that comes with uh, not being able to pay the bills or trusting God for, oh, we're going to get this done or that done. But you have done some amazing things of faith. You have gone out on a limb and risked the finances. You know you got to face the board of directors, and you got to face the bank and the creditors and all that stuff. And also, you've done some fundraising. You've gotten some grants to help send along as well. So actually, send has not brought any money to the ministry, but has actually cost the ministry and the ministry's always been on the edge and pioneering and starting, you know, new ways to help churches reach people for Jesus. And so then to have this added burden, how do you live with that? I mean, where does send give you the inspiration to take that kind of risk and make that kind of sacrifice? Because I know what that's like. It's really through the power of story. Uh, it maybe sounds like an oversimplification, but it really is time after time, uh, young adult after young adult, where we hear their stories and their experience of, of going through SEND, the discipleship, the, the leadership development, the spiritual formation. We hear their stories of how God has moved and worked and blessed through the process of SEND. But then we also hear stories from pastors and ministry leaders who have a young adult who has gone through SEND and they end up either as part of their staff team or even just as part of a, a member of their church or a leader of their church. And we hear the stories from pastors and ministry leaders about how the young adults are different and how much they can they are contributing to the ministry that's taking place. And then we hear from parents uh, who tell us, you know, my son or daughter is a different person now because they've gone through SEND. And so, you know, it's hearing those, I, I guess, how, how do we overcome the challenges or how, what motivates us and what keeps us focused on this vision? It really is just the power of story and time after time, story after story, the impact that SEND is able to, to have. It, it really is equipping and sending new disciples. And it's it's just that very simple biblical process. And if God calls us to it, whatever the challenges are, he's going to provide a way for finances and prayer support. Yes, it's true. We've invested a lot and, and maybe from a corporate or a business perspective, uh, some people would look at this and say, well, you know, as a startup, um, maybe you've not found as much success. Uh, but when it comes to multiplying a movement that has uh, kingdom impact. We see the God stories and that's God's success. And that's what we're looking for. You got a couple of young nephews. Uh, what would you tell your brother and sister-in-law about speaking to them uh, at the right times? Uh, what would be the right times? How would they bring up the issue to your nephews? about sin. Yeah, sure. You know, that's a very interesting question because uh, my nephews are um, uh, 16 and 14 now, and I already see where they're at in their academic process. Uh, one just finishing junior high going into high school and one now entering his senior year in high school, which is really kind of hard to believe. Uh, the time really does go fast with that. But I, I see and in, in, in hear their experience of those questions. So what college are you going to go to? What are you going to study? What are you going to be? 
be. And it's all very much, and it, it's not my brother and sister-in-law's fault. It's really nobody's fault, except we do have a culture with teens and young adults to say, you got to have a plan at 14 and 16, because we start asking them those questions. And the questions are all focused from a particular channel and style and vehicle of academic training of you got to go to college. And, and if you're not going to go to college, well, then there's all these things that are not going to happen in your life, as opposed to flipping that around and saying, why don't we take some time to figure out what's, what is God's plan for your life? And so I don't think there's any time that is not a good time to have it. I think as you're raising kids or even interact, even, you know, with, with myself, with my nephews, just, you know, not necessarily to be a, a source that's there trying to feed them a plan, but asking them a lot of questions. Like, what is it that you really think maybe God is calling you to do? Or where is it that you feel you may have some gifts and skills that... Yeah, it's great to have a good college experience. I had a I had a good college experience. It was I was very fortunate that way. But there's also challenges that come with having a good college experience. Student loans, and then what do you do if the job market isn't the way you thought it was going to be? So you know, all those things are there, and and they're probably always going to be there. But I think you just start right now with just helping young people to understand this is a big world. God made a big, big world for us to live in and to be a part of. And there's a lot of options out there. And so it doesn't always have to be one way. It's too too much binary thinking right now. That has to be one way or the other. Okay. Well, that's wonderful. I, I love that uh, advice from you, Tracy. Now, I want to turn our attention to a parent of a send young adult. Kelly, it's so Wonderful to have you here and to get to know you like we do with some of the parents that are around Send. Always people that are just awesome Christians who have, you know, a great vision for their kids. But um, tell us now as a parent, tell me your experience about having a young adult in Send. And from the parent's perspective, what would you say to other parents? I would agree with Tracy as far as this binary, is that what you call it, type thinking where it's either this or it's that, and that was an issue in our home. Out of high school, you are, you will go to college. And with my daughter, I just kept praying and praying that God would just plant in her desire to possibly do something out of the ordinary. And she ended up going to college for two years and came out of that still wondering. And it was one of the other parents in Send that sent a link to Send. To me, think must have seen something that saw that my daughter still had no idea what to do. And I sent the link on to Sarah. And I believe... <laughs> between the, the those two parents us talking that our daughter that planted a seed in her mind in her heart and God spoke to her and very quickly she decided that send was where she needed to go and and I'll tell you what send is an amazing ministry um it does it changes your children's whole perspective on life and it just asking God to be that leader in your life and not the world. And so it just, it blesses my heart to see kids get involved with send, knowing that those seeds that are planted are going to change the world for the Lord. That's really great. It's obvious to hear in your voice that you are very thankful to God for what's uh, happened uh, with your daughter in, in send. So, 
What practical advice for a parent uh, beyond the binary thinking issue, which is an excellent point, really good point. You know, let's say I think about a young man right now. I know his parents, and he's got a job at a pizza place, and uh, he's not sure he wants to give up the good money that he's making. He's been out of high school for over a year, but he's kind of interested. What could his parents do? What would you suggest as a seasoned parent of a Send North America young adult? Uh, what, what, what could these parents do? What would you advise them to do? First of all, one thing I have seen is Send is a ministry for young adults who are seeking God's wisdom, are seeking his path, direction for their lives. And so that, I think, is the first thing of Parents, they're coming from a Christian home, and these kids are really wanting to seek God's will for their lives. But just being open to discuss what options there are, these GAP programs, let them have time to be still and think and see what God wants for their lives. I I catch myself all the time speaking to young adults in our local school Starting it with, oh, what are you going to do with your life after high school? And instead, I just I turn the question around. If I know these kids are living a life for Christ or seeking that, I will ask, what do you think God has for you? And here are here's some options. College may be something for your future if you kind of you know what you want to do. Invest in that. But if you have no idea. God does. Well, that's really, really great. I, I I just think your words of wisdom are so powerful, Kelly. Thank you so much for that. It's just uh, really great to hear from someone who's been in the saddle raising a daughter and a daughter that isn't clear about their destination, and that's really great. Well, now we get to hear from one of my favorite people in the whole world. Sarah, you are a leader of SEN. So you went through SEN for 10 months, and then you felt called by God to take the option of coming back a second year and on the job be equipped to be a SEN leader. Now, you're not very old. You might think you're old, but from my perspective, you're still a pretty young gal. So, Sarah, you have that nice blessing of being closer in age, but also you are a leader of Ascend Unit. What would you recommend to anybody who knows anybody that might be Ascend North America young adult candidate? Well, (laughs) um, I think as a young adult who's been through Ascend, it's been very valuable as a leader to have that experience and to know exactly what it is that the young adults go through um, and to not just give it from a perspective of a leader, but as somebody who's been through it. And so I think that makes it a lot easier to share it with other people because kind of like what Tracy talked about in sharing stories, um, you're able to share your experience and you can share with the young adult that you're talking to about Send how it impacted your life and how it impacted how your future will play out. And um, I had no idea what I wanted to do before I came to send. I just knew that I wanted to figure out what it was that God wanted me to do. And, um, he definitely revealed that to me and that was to be a send leader. And so just to invest into young adults lives. So being able to share that with young adults and to say 
that you don't know what you're doing with your life and that's okay (laughs) because I think that a lot of young people like has been said multiple times feel like they need to know and that there's all this pressure but if you ask even like an older adult who has had a job for a long time most of them will still say I have no idea what I'm doing with my life I'm just doing what I've been doing but to figure out what your gifts are and what your passions are and to combine those things together and to really understand what it is that God has for your life, even if it's scary or doesn't seem like something that you ever saw yourself doing, it makes it, it just makes it fit knowing that that's what God wants you to do. Because I would have never seen myself leading a ministry when I'm 22 years old with some of the young adults being older than me, (laughs) but I know that it's where God wants me to be. And I think even when it's difficult and challenging, in anything that you come across in life, like knowing that it's where God wants you to be, it helps you get through that and to understand that like he'll help you through that and I don't have to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. So I think the biggest thing for me in getting talking to young adults about Send is the fact that I've been through it and can easily say that it changed the direction of my life and where it was before and where it is now. So let's pretend my name is Joe Brown. Uh, Sarah, I've got a... 17-year-old son who is a senior in high school, and he's just all over the waterfront. He doesn't know whether he should go into the job market or go to college or go to a junior college. And he's been in church with our family, but he's not as active as I'd like. But he just, I don't know, he just doesn't have a plan. And sometimes my wife and I want to kind of push him a little bit toward getting a plan. But, you know, it, it just, like he's not ready. So what do I do as a dad who wonders what this kid is going to end up doing? Well, Joe, <laughs> I think that it's difficult as a parent. I am not a parent, but I do know as a person who went through SEND and had parents encouraging me in that, sometimes I think that it's better for the parent to take a step back and to not, because teenagers especially will most likely not want to do what their parents want them to do, (laughs) even if it is a good thing. And so I think definitely making it known that this is a thing and this is an option but also giving them opportunities to take it into their own hands and to maybe reach out to the leader themselves or reach out to a past young adult and talk to them about it. Um, So they're actually making the decision for themselves because I think that being part of SEND is not easy. And I think that in order to have a good experience with it, you have to want to be there. God should want you to be there. And so even if you are a good Christian and want to pursue God, that may not be where he's calling you to. So I think just understanding that, giving them the option, but also not making it as if like you're forcing them into it. I think definitely like we give the opportunity for young adults who are interested in SEND or high schoolers to come on mission trips with the SEND team that year. So we have openings for them to kind of get a glimpse into what SEND is, or we have open days too where they can get a teaching from Kent usually. And so I think just giving them opportunities to hear about it, but to make the decision for themselves. Wow, that's awesome, Sarah. Well, this is not Joe Brown, but Kent Hunter, and I am just delighted to be able to share these five episodes with you. 
I am so on fire and excited and thankful to God for Send North America. I just want to encourage you to uh, encourage others. Take a look yourself and encourage others to look at SendNorthAmerica.com and go to Amazon.com and get the J-Dog journey and learn about the journey of John the J-Dog. And also, we just uh, want to encourage you to schedule a phone call with one of the leaders of SEND, like uh, Awesome Sarah, at 800-626-8515. And we just uh, encourage you to give some real prayer to this investment in the next generation. It's just wonderful what God does through SEND North America. You have been listening to Kent Hunter's Prescriptions from a Church Doctor, presented by Church Doctor Ministries. If you like this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to hear future episodes. To learn more about SEND, visit www.sendnorthamerica.com. Also, check out Kent's new book, Who Broke My Church? Seven Proven Strategies for Renewal and Revival, available now wherever books are sold.